we oh have God. two <laughs> listeners. I don't know if I'm on the air or Mark's on the air. This is terrible. Ugh. Yeah, this is my moment. This is All right, all right, I'm back. Oh, shit. Do you have any topics today? No, no, none. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> this is La Hyams with Mark Aladef and Matt Hyams. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to La Hyams. Um, it's not a. Sh- it's not this radio show. If I don't give that incredible opening, <laughs> you you need an opening. You need like a like a jingle. <laughs> you don't think hello? <laughs> you don't think a couple of men saying hello back to each other is <laughs> is good? You don't like that? <laughs> Um, do you have coffee? I've got a big cup of coffee. Yes, you? Me too. Me too. I have a cup of coffee that says on it, just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly. God, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, it doesn't tell you what it thought after, though. It could have been like, like really like homophobic caterpillar. Oh, yeah. Like what the fuck is this? What am I, a beautiful butterfly now? <laughs> oh, like an Italian caterpillar. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, what are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? With this? And then like, yeah, it's like his friends want to hang out, and he like won't. He's like, Louis, I, I can't. Yeah. Come. yeah, no, I can't come out. You I don't can't see you. <laughs> well, what's wrong? I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> I have the most gloriously beautiful patterns on. <laughs> <laughs> my wings. I have wings. Yeah. <laughs> he goes by the old caterpillar. They're like, they're like, you fucking kidding me with this? I'm like, look, you're fucking beautiful. Are you serious? Yeah, they're, like, yeah. <laughs> they're all trying to like pep him up. They're like, come yeah. on, man. Look, you're beautiful. You're Spread beautiful. Wings, I don't man. feel bad with you. Can I tell you something? You're, you're really beautiful. <laughs> I don't know what favor. you're so upset about. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor. Spread your wings for a second. Let me see how beautiful you are. <laughs> You know how beautiful oh, you are? Oh, my God. Look at that wing. Look at those. Are you kidding me? What are you so upset about? You're beautiful. <laughs> You're Come beautiful on. Now. Come on. Fly around a little bit. Flutter. Flutter for us. Flutter for the gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like you guys. Oh, be like us. What, what are we? We're a bunch of, bunch of little, little pods. <laughs> Caterpillars sitting around... Drinking, you could fly anywhere. You could be anything. You are, you are stunning. <laughs> Am I gonna be like that? <laughs> I hope to God I'm as beautiful as that. If, I, if I'm an eighth of how beautiful you are, I would be proud. <laughs> Unbelievable. You seen you seen Eddie recently? No, I just I heard how he disappeared. Nice. No, Beautiful. <laughs> he's beautiful now. Yeah, he's beautiful now. <laughs> Do you have any topics today? No, no, I have none. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've been so excited all week, and you don't have a single topic. Well, I thought I tried to think of I tried to think of funny things or even interesting things. The one thing that happened though is that I, you know, when you're like, at, you don't want a bag when you go to a store. And you don't want a bag. And then the person who is the cashier just gets really seems to get very upset. 
because they took the bag out and you're like, I oh, yeah, yeah. don't want the bag. And then you've really got to like, I just get anxious now because I feel like I need to like notify them like before, before, <laughs> because then once they get the bag out, they're like, yeah. they just wow. have this loose bag sitting around behind. Yeah. Them. And, and they're, they're always like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> passive aggressive. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. And then they put it back down like underneath and it's yeah. very upset. Which, really? It's like it's like when if, if it's your birthday and someone gets you a cake and you're like ooh I don't really like cake and they're like <laughs> that's all right <laughs> that's okay we'll thing. we'll just eat it and yeah um, yeah I think there's like a brownie or something you can have but it's okay yeah it's okay I just have a loose I don't have a lot of space back here now I just have a <laughs> loose bag <laughs> but that's and I'm all like right. I'm like why are you so upset because another person is going to come in one minute and then they're going to take that bag and then yeah. you're going to be done. With that bag, but they they're very upset. Nicole and I have gotten into fights about bags at the counter. Really, like a couple times because she has. I didn't know it was happening, um, but she doesn't like. Like she'll she will be at the counter for something. We were, this happened in a clothing store and it happened um, in Amsterdam. Also, this was what happened. So the the clerk says, "Oh, do you want a bag?" And she'll say yes, and I go, "Oh no, we don't need a." Ba-. I say, "No, we don't need a bag." Oh, oh, that's, and okay. because I because I'm holding a bag already, or something, <laughs> or or whatever we're buying, I can put in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and my theory is, if you can avoid having a bag, isn't that the best world? Yeah, you know, I don't want to carry a bag with me. Definitely ruins your cool, you know. Yes. So, and and then and then at the counter. She's like, no, no, I do want a bag. And I'm like, why? Like, I can just, we don't need a bag. I can just put it in my pocket. She's like, and then she'll get really upset. And she's like, no, no. she's like, I want a bag. But mm-hmm. so. Because, because you did the overrule. You overruled. That's right. That's right. Yes, I did. And I didn't know that that was a thing. Uh. And I was like, she, and then she would start to get, she didn't want to fight in front of the clerk. But she also didn't like being told, being overruled, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what you have to do in that situation is you have to have a little a little meeting with her before you approach the counter and say, <laughs> Are we getting I, a bag? I, I, I want to, I'd like for us not to get a bag, is my, <laughs> my personal. Well, I didn't even know, in the moment, I had no idea what was going on or why she was getting upset or like... Um, I also don't have, I don't personally have a problem with being overruled at the counter. Yeah. But she did. And, uh, yeah, which I can understand because I, I, I've had some of those things with Lauren where I get a little testy if I feel like I've been overruled. (laughs) I just wish she had said, I want a bag because I want to carry this. It's nothing. It wasn't even anything like she had embarrassing contents on her that she wanted to put in the bag. She just had other stuff she wanted to put in the bag. She could have said, no, I want a bag because I want to put this stuff in it. And I would have been like, oh, okay. I didn't know. Hmm. She didn't want, but the whole confusing part is that she didn't want to say that at the counter. Uh. And then, and she also didn't want to say it even 10 minutes into the fight that ensued. (laughs) (laughs) So things became very confusing. (laughs) Because I just didn't understand. I was like, she's like, if I say, you know, because she's arguing like, don't, overrule me essentially and i'm mm-hmm. like why do you want a bag yeah 
All right, so, so that was learned, that was back, my list. What? Yeah, I, well, I'm, we we got to that because of my topic. I, so I you, you I, did really well. I brought in a topic. You brought in a topic. <laughs> Mark <laughs> brought in a topic. I brought in a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I brought in a topic and it worked. We talked for 15 minutes. I don't hear. Did she say anything? No, she's oh, she didn't care. Taking care of our child. Um, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> no, she didn't hear. She's too busy <laughs> raising me. Yeah. After breastfeeding our child, she has to take care of it while I do this. I do this frivolous. Talk, this hour of talk. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I have some topics. Uh, I can't wait. Good. Uh, this is not even a topic. This is just something I was going to share with you that I don't. I just made a really bad choice. Okay. Which is that I was in the Amtrak train, ba- the bathroom on the train. Mm-hmm. And before I started going to the bathroom, I'm, I always kick the toilet seat up with my foot in yep. the public bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I wait for a second just to make sure that it's going to stay. Mm-hmm. And I have very sensitive ears, although I doubt anyone would enjoy this sound. So if a toilet seat slams down, it kills me. Really? It kills my ears. Yeah. Oh wow! If it's porcelain, not so much. But if it's like if it's plastic, it just kills me. Like oh, for it's like plastic, it's louder than porcelain. I, I, you know, I'm not sure the exact materials, but most toilet seats, if they slam down, will kill my ears. Okay. Um, for like a good five to ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh my God. Two listeners. We <laughs> have two <laughs> listeners. This is. <laughs> we might have more. We don't know we what's happening on the computer. I, I think it's important just to point out, because now we've got some listeners here, that there's a console and, and it, there's a number, there's a big number in the upper left-hand corner that tells you current listeners, and right now we're we're at two, and this is very... This is very exciting. Like, Whoever you are. Who exciting. are you? Like, reveal yourself. We don't have any call-ins, but that's good for now, because I'm not ready to accept anyone. Okay, good. But wait, so so the... So I seat. so I'm in the bathroom and I'm I'm gonna I'm kicking up the toilet seat with my foot mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to see and it does and I I'm still I don't have, I'm not zipped down or anything I'm still I haven't done anything oh Darren's listening okay all right good wow so uh, hi Darren I think I think it's because you're on with me. I've never had so many listeners before until <laughs> I until I joined up with you. Well, I I do I do that to a radio show. I bring two listeners. <laughs> you're like if you're getting like a radio like a real station, they're like I can definitely get you a solid two. <laughs> two two thousand? <laughs> two. No, just two. Right, so anyway, I kick the toilet seat up and it is falling down, right? And I yeah. have a crucial split second moment to make it my and I catch the toilet with my hand. Oh. Instead, I could have just closed my ears with my hands. <laughs> but I made a choice to catch it with my hand. And I touched that toilet seat. So you have such a problem. You have such sensitive ears that you instinctively grab the toilet seat with your hand to prevent it from making a loud slamming. And, yeah. Wow. What I could have also, just in that split second, I could have made the choice to just cover my ears. Yeah. And save me from a life of hand herpes. Yeah. Wow. 
That was traumatic. That was traumatic. It was, I just don't, I was like, I was like, that's not, I didn't make a good choice. You know, I was questioning my split second blink judgment. It's like in that movie, that Malcolm Gladwell book, Blink, how some people are blessed with, with their first impression, judgment, impression, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not one of them. Yeah. That's instinct, man. I'm not good. Also, if cars are coming, like I do freeze, I do stop in the middle of the road. Oh, you know, like for me, it's like if I, if there's like an exit and then like I I know I need to take this exit, but like I just can't. I'm like I have to keep going on the highway. What do you mean? Well, you know when you're like it's like you're you're on the highway and like you've gotten on one highway and you've got to kind of like quickly get off to another thing and it's like stressful because you got to like change lanes and you're like, is that the exit? And then I just kind of like lock up and stay the course much to Lauren's dismay. <laughs> yeah. And Lauren's like, what do you, that. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a fearful man's way of handling that situation is just to like, <laughs> just steadily keep driving straight ahead. Nicole and I have a joke where like one time we were in the car and she started coughing like up a storm and uh, I like almost got into an accident and like, mm-hmm my way of like solving something is like, I, I don't know how to stop her coughing. So if I, but I know if I just kill us, it'll stop. <laughs> That's one way. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Hmm, I could yeah. just drive this Solved right it. into the divider. <laughs> and you'll stop coughing. <laughs> That'll clear up the bronchial pathways. <laughs> There's like one last, like we're just looking at each other, like mangled before the ambulance comes and just like, <laughs> you're not coughing anymore yeah <laughs> um yeah so i have terrible reflexes um so that was, yes. that was one topic um, yeah well um but now east anyway so my problem is this okay <laughs> i got a big problem with lines all right with lines lines forming lines Standing Darren, on Darren them? knows this. Standing on them, mostly the formation of them, and okay. uh, I mean they really get to me. I'm not just trying to be like silly. Like they, I really have a problem with like, with lines. I feel like everything that's wrong with the world is hmm. in a, is shown to you in a line. Like a line is a microcosm of all the problems in the world. No one knows okay. how to line up. Once really? in the line, no one knows how to stay in the line. Okay. People try to cut the line. Yes. People try to do maneuvers even once they're behind you to somehow get in front of you. <laughs> uh-huh. And Wait, what, I, how, how do, okay, what, go on. What? No, you keep going. I And I just, it just, like, I don't really have a problem. I don't have road rage. Um, I've even let go. Merging used to be a big issue for me i used to get really riled up about people not merging mm-hmm. early on and like always going to the end and then and thereby causing traffic oh, when okay. if we all just merged it would slow things down but it wouldn't cause just a stop oh is that causing traffic when i do it's, that it's my theory that it is i don't know if it's true <laughs> i i have a, i feel like if if you're on the road and everyone just when you realize oh there's a lane ending like i should just merge yeah, it, it would still slow things down for people like a mile or two back because it mm-hmm. just would naturally you have to slow down when you merge. Mm-hmm. But I feel that when 
and Darren Darren agrees with me. It is causing traffic. It is causing traffic. But right. I think that when everyone says no, I'm going to merge at the last possible minute. What happens is that then everyone in the lane, you're stopped. So everyone in that lane that has to leave that lane has to stop behind. Okay. They're all waiting to the last minute too. So that's a that's a line of traffic. Okay. And everyone I'll... in the in the lane that's moving that you're trying to get into, they have to stop to let you in, and then everyone stops. But we all know we have to merge. We can see that it's like you either get the, the notice with a sign like a couple miles in that you have, to, you have to merge or you can tell the people we're merging, but no one does. And if you all just merge when there's plenty of space on the road, it would, it would slow traffic down to like 40 for a couple of miles and then it would all resume. But no one does it because everyone's a fucking asshole and everyone wants to wait and be first. Is this whole mentality in the world of being first and I can't take it. It's just like, first of all, it's not that great being first. It's like you got to be first on the plane line to board the plane. You got to be first on the train line. You got to be first on the highway. You got to be first in whatever sport you're playing. You got to be first. I can't, mm-hmm. if everything is first, the mm-hmm. whole country is first. Yep. Me first. Yep. And it drives me bananas wow it really does it really does it really really does but it it doesn't but the thing is not in every scenario does it get me crazy like the merging i've just let go of i just sit in the car and whatever and i just know that it's going to happen that's the the, way it is the merging i mean because i think part of the reason that people don't merge is because it's so scary no they they don't merge because they want to be first well i got i got i got i got news for you I don't merge because I'm scared. I'm scared to death. <laughs> scared of being last. Yeah, but think about it. Like when you're driving, like first of all, if I'm driving and then there's like other people merging, you know, when like you're on the highway and then suddenly like there's just like a whole kind of like merge lane on the on your right. Mm-hmm. I find it terrifying because I'm like, what if what if they just merge? You know, like well, do I'm I gonna, just keep I'm gonna, going? Based on your I? previous statement that you. <laughs> Not sure what exit to take, or you get you lock up when you don't know exactly where you're going. I'm gonna go a step further and say, maybe you shouldn't be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know that I feel safe with you driving anymore. No, I, the, the, but that's the whole thing. Is like I'm doing the same thing. Like if there's a if there's an exit and I'm supposed to like get off at that exit, but it's like all like stressful and it's like, is that it? It's a last minute thing. I'm not going to just like jerk the car over. I'm going to be like, okay, it's safer for me to just keep driving. If <laughs> to Florida, if there's, <laughs> to Florida, all the way to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, well, I missed the exit. I might as well just go to Florida <laughs> at this point. I have to, I have to see I-95 till its end. Uh, <laughs> I have to, I'm going to well, stick with this. <laughs> that's it. Well, I'm going to see the exit. Well, we can just get to the next one. Nah. No, no, I got to, I got to stay with this. I'm not saying it's my fault. It's definitely my fault. But uh, <laughs> at this point, we're just we're gonna. Have to, we're taking this all the way down. I don't know where that is, but yeah, <laughs> it's safer <laughs> if I just stay on this road. <laughs> and every so. time like you get back in the car with your family, you're like like your wife like like one's like should I try you're like nah. let me do this one. <laughs> yeah, because the last time you know we ended up in Florida. Yeah, I feel I don't. I don't we're not saying that happen again. Oh, Mr. Baby Futon. Yeah, we are going to the sea. (laughs) We are just going to stick on this road till we hit the ocean. Yep.
<laughs> because it's safer and it's just less stressful to. Yeah. I don't want to call, get call, off. Call, call, call our friends. Tell them uh, <laughs> we won't make it this time. We're really sorry. Do we have any friends at the end of I-95? Do we know of anybody? <laughs> do we know anyone? Tell them if you do call them, tell them we should get there in about 22 hours. Give or take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here's, here's one I do want to talk about, which is, um, do you ever feel like Huskies, the dog breed? <laughs> Yeah, they're like they're magic, they're magical, <laughs> and that when you look at you ever like sometimes I feel when I see one, I when I look into its eyes, I'm expecting it to say, "When are you going to start using your potential?" <laughs> <laughs> Back to me. <laughs> I feel like they don't. They're supposed to speak. English and be magic dogs that tell us things like that. Mm. You ever have that feeling well, when it, you look in the listening? You know, what it is interesting because they are like the they are the probably like the one breed where most often I look at them and I'm like, you're not supposed to be like on a leash in the city. Well, that's true too. They're not supposed to be in a city. Yeah, they're you're supposed to be pulling a dog sled. You're supposed to be in the woods and someone's supposed to find you and like see you and like gain tremendous insight into their lives by just looking <laughs> into your eyes. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a nightly thing where you you come upon each other and there's a magic in the night. Yeah. And the husky gives you knowledge. <laughs> I just feel they have those gray blue eyes and sometimes you're just I just feel when you look into them, they're just supposed to say, like, you know, be wary, my friend, because the road you travel is... <laughs> they never say anything to me. <laughs> oh, they don't say anything. So no, I feel they... like they should say... when the, the look that their eyes have says to me, like, if I've been on, like, a coffee line where someone's got a husky, <laughs> there's a guy in the office building who always has a husky, and if you're standing there and they're standing there and you look down and the husky looks at you and I feel like the husky should look up and say, when are you going to start using your potential? The yeah. Magic that was given to you. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to start using your potential? Yeah. When am I? Yeah. Well, then I would say, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And they're like, like, I don't know when to start. And they're like, Right now, don't you see? <laughs> I, I hope I see a husky today. I hope you do too. <laughs> Look into its eyes, everyone, yeah. listeners, mom. When when you see a husky, look into its eyes and tell me if you don't see that same message mm. of it telling you to watch out for the magic in the universe because mm. it's there to help you. <laughs> That's what the eyes of the husky say. Okay, so then uh, my next topic is seersucker suits. Mm -hmm. Do you think, are they, I couldn't tell if like, if you buy a seersucker suit, are you automatically a Southern lawyer who's defending a black man wrongfully accused? <laughs> like, is it, is it, are you on the, the righteous side or mm -hmm. are you a racist who's accusing 
who wants to keep the black man hmm. down in the Southern court. Are seersucker suits inherently racist? Or are um, they like the lone, the rogue liberal in the Southern courts? No, they're not. They're, if, if anything, they're, they're more on the racist side. They're racist. I mean, I never thought about it like that before. Well, I saw a guy in the subway, and he was really going full tilt. He had a full seersucker suit, and he had uh, round black eyeglasses. Okay. Like, uh, like the, yeah. like the, the uh, professor calculator. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was well, he that skinny? Is... No. He wasn't skinny? No, he was pudgy. Oh, then he was a racist. Right. And I was like, well, aren't you a, are you professor racist? You know? Yeah. Those glasses, everything. It was like, that's like, that's a real, like you don't walk. I mean, if you walked into the office, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. Doing it, huh? (laughs) Well, I have to confess that I like, I've always like secretly wanted a seersucker suit. I think you've got to be careful with that. Yeah. But then I've always, like, when I've seen them, it's like, I always feel like, oh, that guy's an asshole. Yeah, it's too much outfit. Yeah, it's really too much outfit. And, like, especially for the city, you know, it's like, yeah, come on. Maybe a seersucker short. Okay. At most. Yeah. What if you did, like, a seersucker shorts and seersucker shirt? with buttons and you had like a jams like seersucker jams and you were like you're like aren't you a good little boy yeah (laughs) yeah i think you have to be a very young boy for that something about that suit i don't if listeners i don't recommend seersucker suits it's too much outfit i think it turns you into a racist lawyer um I don't know what to talk about. What are the there's one there's one thing that there's two one I was I was I was trying to I was on the subway and you ever you ever be on the subway and all of a sudden someone sort of inadvertently announces themselves as a crazy person or someone with a problem and you're like, Oh, I didn't realize I was standing next to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're standing next to someone and then there's yeah. like ah! <laughs> Yeah. You're like, ah, I didn't Good morning to you. I didn't Thank you for uh, letting me into your world, you know? Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know that I was standing so close to a lunatic. Um, yeah. Now, I, this isn't exactly fair. I don't know that this guy was a lunatic. It was a Chinese guy. And he was, I was standing next to him, and, and then all of a sudden he just started, like, uh, you know, like, like a, I, he might have had Tourette's. Like, he, he suddenly okay. punched the air, oh. you know? Oh, and yeah. I don't know if he does it when he knows that he has room to punch the air or if he just can't control himself and uh, just does it. Yeah. But um, it's always just funny in New York when like I, he started doing that and looking and he, he was happy. He had a gone look in his eyes, too. And you he, he, he tell he was like deal, dealing with something. He wasn't he wasn't homeless, but um, he had definitely had some kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman next to him. And I was thinking, like, how quickly, you know, lives can change. Oh, well, there's two things. One, how quickly lives can change, because he could just punch you. 
you know? Yeah. And then, and the second thing is how little New Yorkers react. Like as soon as I saw that, I said to myself, the next stop I'm getting off and, and going to the next car. Hmm. But in New Yorkers, they're always like, I guess I'll, I'll give this guy a little more space, you know? <laughs> yeah. Looks like he needs a little more space. That's fine, you know? Yeah, and it's just, it was, he just punched the air. Yeah, he, if he <laughs> needs to punch the air, that well, I'll just, you know, I don't need, I'm taking up more than I need, frankly. You know, yeah. Like, let, me, let me give you a little more space. You can punch the air and uh, at any given moment. Yeah. And uh, like they don't, they don't get off. I'm like, you can have a, a an air, like a, a car with no air conditioning. There's a homeless man covered in feces, you know, just stinking up the hot car. And everyone's just like, you know, well, I don't, I don't have a long ride. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I love that when you get on and there's like, you know, sometimes they'll just be like a real like stinker, like a real smelly yeah. guy. And then, and then there's like, and most, and the car is like kind of like empty, you know, because, yeah. but then there's like two or three people that seem like normal people that are and just they're just there. like sitting there. I mean, you, why aren't you getting off? <laughs> yeah. Some, some people are just not going to move for anybody. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's, and it's, and it, no one ever, um, Louis CK talked about this too in a stand back, but no one ever comes to the aid, you know, on Facebook, everyone posts videos of some dog on the street that's, you know, on its last legs. And then it's saved by some good Samaritan brought and washed, mm -hmm. treated, you know, mm -hmm. and then like three months later, it's got a full healthy coat of fur and it's got a nice home and it's running around the yard and couldn't be happier. But no one ever wraps up a homeless man <laughs> covered in feces in a blanket and shaves him and treats his wounds and like lets him run around in the yard ever. Yeah. and he never has a new home, you know? Yeah. Uh, only in, only in like, what was it? Beverly, Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hills, uh, down and out, down and out Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the only one. Yeah. Because no one would want to deal with the smell. It's terrible. Well, yeah. then you'd have like a, even if you had a clean homeless man running around the yard, he would just be masturbating constantly, <laughs> you know, all over your yard. You'd just be running around. Is that what they, is that what they do? <laughs> Who wants that? You know, like as soon as he was clean, he would just be masturbating all over your house <laughs> why does why does the homeless man masturbate any more than the than the regular man well that's the great philosophical question <laughs> that philosophers and the thinkers have been struggling with do you see a lot <laughs> of the fifth question that they eventually left out in passover <laughs> why does the homeless man <laughs> masturbate more what have you seen um, much homeless masturbation? Sure. Really? Yeah, I saw a guy on the subway. And they always have a lot of room in their pants because their pants don't fit. So oh. there's a lot of room for them to, oh, yeah, um, to they can move get their hand up and down. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> when, I see a, when I see a man 
with his hands down his pants and he's kind of moving it around a lot. Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> I guess that's masturbation. You're like, so, oh, so people know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <What> you're, <telling. laughs> you're like, you're like more offended. You're like, why does it have to be a homeless person? <laughs> yeah. Why can't it be like a nice person? Like, just has big pants. I just think that like pants are like like basically blockers for like masturbation. <laughs> you can do it. No one right, like if you're like a kid if if I can't see them then they can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> you mean when I close my eyes and I I got my big pants on <laughs> they can see yeah. me. Yeah. Even when I'm facing the corner like <laughs> So you're telling me it doesn't matter how big my pants are. <laughs> They can see me. Yeah, because that was my first thought. I was like, oh, geez, I need to get bigger pants. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Well, the homeless, you're like, this homeless guy just doesn't have big enough pants. <laughs> that's, that's what that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's why they're homeless. They can't. Uh, well. <laughs> you're like, this is solvable. Just, I'll just go up this size. <laughs> Boom. Done. I was already on, I was, you know, I was on gap.com. Uh, <laughs> I get a pair of 38. <laughs> Big and tall store. <laughs> but I, I uh, the one other thing I wanted to say was uh, this puncher, like the Chinese puncher. Oh, yeah. Chain. Like, what if it was a pregnant woman, you know? Hmm. And it's just like, he just punches her in the stomach by accident. Like, yeah. done. Done. But she you know, her husband, like, like, you're not going to believe this, but uh, I got punched in the stomach today. But then the other thing is that I almost did something. I was coming out of a coffee shop in uh, Brooklyn, and when you walk out the door, there's a brief landing, and then there's it's a metal, you know, and there's steps leading up to the front door mm-hmm. of the coffee shop. So um, I was opening, I was coming out, and there was a woman with a baby Bjorn on her front, right, mm-hmm. with a, with a, like a newborn baby in it Mm -hmm. and i she was basically on my left kind of holding the door like i should have just walked out yeah like the door i opened the door she wasn't quite at the door yet actually there was a space between the door and her so what i wanted to do and what i did do was i wanted to swing to my left so that i could be in the position to hold the door open for her yes if that makes any sense but I was wearing a backpack and that day it was particularly, it was, you know, so I was wearing a backpack and I was holding something in my hand. So my backpack, as I pivoted to the left, nearly like knocked her over. Oh. In which case she would have fallen down the stairs onto the sidewalk on her back. Oh God. And I just like, in that moment, and she got away. She had like she was friendly, but she was like, "Whoa, like you know, hey, yeah, you know." And uh, but smiled and like you know. And I, it, after I was walking away, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I could have just knocked. I could have just killed a baby. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I you know we a couple of weeks ago we were driving. And uh, getting off like the BQE and and uh, I was just like looking at my side mirror because somebody knocked my side mirror off, so I had to tape it on. 
And I was just like checking out as I was making a turn. And then suddenly, like, I just looked in front of me and there was a Hasidic boy who was like, I mean, I wasn't going that fast, but I, I almost hit him. And he was like, he was like backing away from the car, like, mm. you know, with a scared look on his face. And I like put the brakes on him. And, uh, like every day I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't hit that Hasidic boy. You know, like, I mean, I wouldn't have killed him, but I would have <laughs> hurt him. And it was, yeah, I was like, what if I just, you know? You and can't we hit like, a Hasidic boy because that'll start a riot. Yeah. Well, we were going with boys it. that you can't hit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hit a black boy and you can't hit a, a Hasidic boy. I mean, I don't know if there's really a boy you can hit. <laughs> but I was thinking we were going to our you friend. You could hit a white know, boy. <laughs> you could hit a white boy. Yeah. We, we were Brand going to our sucker friend. shorts. Yeah, exactly. People congratulate you. You're like, you just <laughs> saved, like, you just took out another racist. Hmm. Well, I was thinking what would have happened if, like, we hadn't made it to the weekend, like, because we wouldn't have been able to get to the house. And, like, People would have been like, well, why didn't Mark and Lauren show up? And they would have been like, oh, Mark hit a Hasidic boy, the car. Like, it would have just been such a bad turn of events for everybody, you know? Yeah, it would have been the worst. And that night, the first thing that came to mind was just the rabbi of like, maybe we are not, you know, changing with the times, you know? Uh, the machine world, is we are, we are not catching up to the machine world, you know? And now Shmuel, little Shmuel, <laughs> is hit because he's crossing the street because we, I mean, you would like that, but that's not, they're obviously never going to say that, but yeah, we are living, uh, this is wake up call for us, huh? <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, machines, the machines are, are part of this world now. <laughs> so how do they change? Like, what do they do? What does he say? He says uh, we can now use machines on Friday nights, <laughs> but not on Saturday mornings <laughs> till sundown. But, uh, yeah. We will write it in. Because I had. Because, because, because for Shmuel, we will use machines. <laughs> so watch your TV and you know, use the dishwasher. <laughs> Take the other. Take the elevator. Take the elevator, you know, play Angry Birds. I know some yeah. of you like to play Angry Birds on your phone. <laughs> you can play the Angry Birds on Friday nights and we will think of Shmuel. And uh, we will, we will, people say, oh, can you believe Shmuel hit? And, and it's not our job to, to say, you know, we get angry at, at the driver. <laughs> Uh, it is our job to to use machines now. <laughs> mm. It is our job to slowly, you know, bring the machines back. You know, each day we will use. So we are going to have a, a temple to, to this weekend. We are going to have a, everyone's going to come and use machines in the, <laughs> in the synagogue. We're going for one day. We're going to have. Everyone will be using machines in the in the in the there will be lots of lots of buttons and everyone can press the buttons as much as they want. 
So we will have, uh, yeah, we're going to have um, uh, computer stations. <laughs> if, you, if you have more than one computer, uh, mm. we would appreciate if you bring in uh, uh, more. Mm. We will have computer stations to use. Yeah. Um, uh, there will be a there will be an escalator going up and down, and you can. We'll have, yeah, we'll bring a new escalator. If you want, you can all you can ride that for all day long if you need to. <laughs> uh, we'll just it will not go to a different floor. It will just be up and down in the room. Hmm. Uh, um, we will have uh, internet stations. Um, uh, uh, you can use it to look up, uh, do Google search for any kind of thing for dogs or you know. And uh, thanks to uh, thanks to Ben Chaim, there will be uh, <laughs> there will be fifteen remote controls. <laughs> they, they won't connect to anything, but everyone is free to touch the buttons as much yeah. as they want. The, the, the Ben 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 Yachim tells me that the light of the remote will still go on. <laughs> And I uh, want to thank the Rosenblum family, uh, Joshua, Josh, and, and Emily uh, for donating uh, Panasonic TV, um, <laughs> flat screen we will have up. Uh, this will be on, and uh, this will be have a few stations uh, that will just be rotating throughout the day. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll the fun drive from last year. We have that on videotape. We can just play that around the clock. Uh, thank you to the uh, the family of Shmuel. Uh, we will have a um, a car. It, it won't in the synagogue. It, it won't be a full <laughs> car, but it will be a a seat with a dash dashboard and a steering wheel. <laughs> And if you want, you can sit in and you can turn the wheel. Um, <laughs> the, the engine will will rattle. Uh, I'm so I'm told the engine will rattle if if you want it to. Uh, and this will just be one part of a new you know thing we will be doing. Uh, we will be starting a Schmuel. Uh, Shmuel Rosenblatt uh, Museum for the Machines. Uh, we will be starting fund drive for that uh, in the coming weeks <laughs> to remember Shmuel and, and to never forget, you know, the machines that we do have in our modern life that are part of the new the new Jewish life. Uh, to always remember that uh, as Jews we must. Uh, we must use machines. We must use machines <laughs> and change. And uh, that that Jewish museum will be going up soon. We are currently looking into it. So with the drive and the day, we will be, some of the machines will stay and, and be in the museum. And, and that will be great for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but also, have... <laughs> also feel free to go out and use other machines. It, it doesn't. They don't just yeah. have to be the machines in the synagogue. You can go out into the world, and you can take an elevator. You can touch all the buttons. You can, you can, you can go and be. You know, you just use what you see. Yeah, this is machines everywhere. Uh, uh, you can. Uh, 
what what kind of machines um you know turn on, turn on the coffee machine if you need to in the morning um mm. you know you could take a, a taxi cab and uh, maybe ask the driver if you could just touch the keys you know that will be yeah. your way you know this mitzvah is everywhere with machines machine mitzvah machines uh, are now a mitzvah yeah and, and uh <laughs> yeah ride an elevator ride an escalator uh you know, uh, use a mechanical pencil. We that will that will pass for today. Uh, you can use that too, and um, uh, anything you can do to use a machine. Remember Shmuel, mm. and uh, that will be the way we are now. Yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> I look. I hope. I hope you can turn out. It's going to be a really fun day, and. Uh, <laughs> We're all going. I'm going to be here, and uh, I'll be yeah. using machines. Um, I'm bringing in a, a, a exercise bike, electronic <laughs> exercise bike. I'll be using, and uh, it tells mm-hmm. you how far you've gone and uh, heart rate, and mm. that's a that that will you know everyone can use that too, and. You know, just please come down and use a machine, I guess, basically, yeah. is what I want to say today. Uh, there will be a sprinkler outside for the for the children, and uh, it goes back and forth. It spins around. It's one of these sprinklers that uh, it has a lot of the different settings, and it'll, it spurts. It does lots of exciting things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is technically a machine, too. And yeah. I'm told uh, for the kids... Uh, uh the uh the Schwartz family are bringing in electronic battleship mm. <laughs> so if you want to sink someone's battleship you you can next saturday you can, mm. uh, you can do uh, f5 uh, apparently sinks a battleship and uh, the finkelstein thank you very much to the finkelstein they're going to bring in uh, uh laser tag guns um unfortunately we only have one uh but uh but it makes a sound yeah and uh a special thanks also to <laughs> special thanks also to the uh <laughs> to the uh you can't think of a jewish name <laughs> can't think of a jewish name <laughs> i know there i was i've been having such a hard time thinking of a good jewish name so to to the uh Rosenblatt's family. Didn't you already uh, use Rosenblatt's? I use Rosenblum. Oh. So Rosenblatt's family, uh, they will be bringing in a 2XL robot. Um, hmm. You can use cartridges for this machine. And I understand it's educational, hmm. but also turns on, and you can use that machine also. <laughs> so... And we will, ju- and also we will just have a station of light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, you can turn them with fl- with switches. Uh, it should be pretty good. I'm I'm anticipating the stereo system. We will be having as many radios on as as we can. And basically, we want to celebrate the machines. We're going to have lots of noise and lights yeah. on and off. And it, sh- it, it, it should be said that uh, you know for the the lights we anticipate the light switches will be very popular so please you line up in an orderly fashion and only take five minutes.
for a light bulb, please. Please. To turn on and off. Yeah, limit your time to five. Five minutes yeah. playing with the on and off switch of the light bulbs. So everyone can get a chance, really. We need to get everybody in there. That's <laughs> uh, exactly how that would go. Yeah. But I didn't hit him. Right. I didn't hit him. Thank you.